Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So I'm recording this week, and I am one happy mama. My daughter is home from college. Hooray! Throw confetti with me. What an amazing uh, couple. Well, let's see. It's only been 24 hours since she's been home, and what an amazing time it's been. I want to encourage you moms out there, um, especially if you're a homeschooling mom like I am, it's going to be okay. When you see the fruit of your labor come walking through that door from college and she's thriving and doing well, and not just doing well in her college classes, but really doing well in life, it's all worth it. It is beyond worth it. I am just ecstatic. So I'm a happy mama today. And so I'm just thrilled to, you know, encourage you moms out there. It is not easy in the middle of the homeschooling journey. There are many days you want to throw in the towel. There are many days you want to give up. But I want to encourage you to stay the course. It is so worth it. Um, And I just am so thankful to the Lord for for all he has done. Before I start on this podcast episode, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. Um, Homeschooling curriculum is really what they're known for, but they have lots of resources for the Christian family. I would love for you to go check them out at apologia.com. We have used their science. We have used their writing. We have used their Bible. There are just an abundance of um, resources available over there. And oh, we've also used their health and nutrition. I'm using it again this year with my son. So go check it out at apologia.com. You're going to love them. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about Martha and Mary. You know that famous passage we see there in the Bible in Luke. Um, It's in Luke 10, I believe. Uh, We see, you know, these two women serving Jesus in very different ways. And Oftentimes, you know, you hear about how can we be a a Mary and how can we have a Mary heart because we quite frankly live in this Martha world. And, um, you know, I just want to kind of talk about that and how we can look at this kind of this story here, this passage, and it can help us to really simplify. I think it really um, encompasses exactly what I always say about the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus, right? The more we desire him, the less we naturally will desire the things of this world. We won't naturally um, seek after kind of the stuff on the surface, but we are so filled up with Jesus that we don't really want to seek after the things of this world. I always say that the more we are filled up with Jesus, the less we will desire to fill up whether it's mental clutter or physical clutter on other things, we'll be so filled up with his truths and his word that we don't really desire to fill up on, you know, the next shopping excursion or fill up on, you know, renovating your home or to fill up on um, useless mental clutter. You know, there's so much out there these days that we can fill up on that really makes us in the end empty, 
right? All these things sort of are not what our soul was made to be filled up with. Our soul was made to be filled up with Jesus. And I think that's what this passage actually really talks about. Um, And let me just say this before I go any further. I am not claiming to be a Bible teacher. I am not trying to be a Bible teacher. Um, I just want to look at this passage in light of how we can live more simply by thinking about Martha and Mary and what can we learn from that. But by no means am I going to sit here and try to um, you know, break down this passage and, and really teach um, as a Bible teacher would. I will save that for the other Bible teachers out there. <laughs> so anyway, I've always loved this passage. I remember when I read it many years ago, and I will be so honest with you, this is so funny. I remember years ago, the first time I heard about this was when I was, you know, early Christian, and um, there, were, there was that book, Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World. And I thought, I thought when I saw that title of the book that it had to do with Martha Stewart. <laughs> I'm being real here. I'm being honest and transparent. No, because at the time, Martha Stewart was big. Like she was on TV, you know, with, and it, she was like, it was it was big as like you know in homemaking and things like that this is before all her troubles and you know she was so known for being you know that perfectionist and having that perfect home and recipes and all that and so I remember thinking that's what the book must have meant like the Martha world and then I realized oh no this is based on a bible passage with these two women Mary and Martha and I thought always thought that was funny how you know her name was Martha, and here at the time we were living, at that time it wasn't Pinterest and Instagram and all that yet, but I don't even think there was HGTV, but I just remember that, you know, Martha Stewart was on TV, and that was like the coup de grace of, you know, homemaking at the time. Um, and so, anyway, you see in this passage, you know, Mary and Martha, they both want to serve the Lord, right? They're both, they both have really good intentions, and Martha is very busy serving the Lord. And what she feels like is how to serve, you know, paying attention to the food and the preparations and, um, you know, her home. I'm sure, you know, she was probably cleaning her home and, and getting it ready. And, you know, it said, it says, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made right there, right there. That is so key to my mission, my ministry, my message here at Simply Living for Him. Martha was distracted by all of the preparations that had to be made. Are you distracted in your life by whether it's, you know, preparations that have to be made for having a guest, whether it's homeschooling life, whether it's the internet distracting you, whether it's all the voices in the world distracting you, whether it's um, the things that need to be tended to in your home, like all these things. I talk about distractions all the time, right? And how my mission at Simply Living for Him is to help people l- limit their distractions so that they can focus on Jesus. So I'm reading this passage and I'm like, hey, this is what Simply Living for Him is all about, right? So it says here that Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. And then the next line is so what many of us do. I know I have totally have done this. 
she goes to him and she says, Lord, I mean, she's going to Jesus now. She's in the middle of all her busy preparations, all the things she had to do. And then she goes to the one she's supposed to be serving and says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. I don't know about you, but if you've ever served in a church, you've probably had this thought. Lord, look at all I'm doing. I'm in the nursery every single weekend. And so-and-so isn't. Lord, look at me. I'm setting up the coffee every other week. Nobody's saying thank you. You know, we do that. We so do that. Um, and I always say, if you're complaining when you're serving, you're not really serving, right? Because your heart intention is to truly serve the Lord not to make known all the preparations that you're doing. And worse yet, not to call out someone else who isn't doing the preparations that you are. That's actually a distraction right there. That mental clutter that really comes from pride. Because now all of a sudden, you're not thinking about serving the Lord. You're thinking about Mary, who's not helping you serve the Lord. That's not serving the Lord, right? So all of a sudden, your intentions are really focused on yourself and look at what I'm doing. And we've all done this. And I'm being quite honest with you. There was a time for us in our church where we were really having to take a step back from serving. We were involved in a bunch of things. And we took like a year and we stepped back from everything and it wasn't just about stepping back because we were burnt out. It was about stepping back and saying, why are we burnt out? Because if we're serving out of pure intention and motive to serve the Lord, we shouldn't be burnt out. We should be so on fire and energized. And it was like a red flag to us that, hey, we need to check our pride. We need to, we're not serving humbly. Because we are burnt out because we're doing it in our own strength, because maybe we're having a little bit that complaining heart, you know, that we have to do this and we have to do that. And it doesn't, it's not about, all of a sudden it's not about serving anymore. It's about ourselves. And that is not a servant's heart. So like I said, that's, that's a distraction from what matters most. What matters most is to honor God to glorify God in all that you do. Serving the Lord with a cheerful heart is glorifying and honoring to God. Serving the Lord with a resentful heart and a complaining heart is not serving the Lord. So that's really important right there. And like I said, we do it. Why do we do it? Number one, because we focus on ourselves way too much. Number two, we get really distracted by all of the stuff. We think that, you know, this isn't just about serving, but we think when we have stuff, it's going to fill us up or it's going to, you know, somehow define us and make us, you know, whether it's look better, feel better, whatever it is. And we get so distracted. Our world is beyond distracted at this point. We have home goods. We have, uh, you know, Hobby Lobby. We have home and garden stores. We have all this stuff that is of the HGV, HGTV channel telling us, a whole food channel, you know, network 
24 hours of food shows telling us that we need to serve our food a certain way. We need to decorate our house a certain way. There are millions of people out there right now with beautiful, perfectly livable houses that are renovating and DIYing and going into debt doing so because of the information overload, the media-saturated culture that we are living in that tells us we need to have things even better. And we're distracted. We are losing sight of literally our purpose in our life. Your life could end tomorrow. What are you focusing on today that matters? And so this passage, yes, is about a lot, you know, about the servant heart and serving. But again, if you look at overall, what are we distracted with? The stuff of this world. I mean, Satan loves it. He loves our culture today because we are all so distracted with how we look how our homes look. You know, recently I, I fell in love with Instagram, uh, not Instagram, uh, IGTV. So the Instagram videos, right? I fell in love with IGTV. I will scroll through these videos and most of the, I mean, they're cert- like little short, you know, sermons and messages and really uplifting things. And then all it, all you need to do is click on one hair tutorial or one makeup tutorial. And all of a sudden it gives you all the hair and makeup tutorials that exist, right? And they just keep popping up. And I'm like, Really? People are spending this much time like on this stuff. Like I have no idea. I just I just like scratched the surface of I'm sure what is out there when it comes to home, you know, videos and DIY videos and cooking videos and healthy living videos and workouts and and believe me, it's not that those things aren't okay. There's nothing sinful about doing your hair and makeup and having a nice home. But oh my goodness, the amount of distraction out there and the amount of time. I mean, I'll quite frankly, I'm raising my hand right here. Quite frankly, I'm going to be honest with you. There was one night I was upstairs. You know, I like to veg out when, when, I, when I get overwhelmed or tired. My thing is to go to my room and shut the door and I need to be alone. And so I'm over there and I'm like, you know, I'm just tired. I just need some quiet go on my Instagram, I start going on IGTV. Like an hour later, I'm like sucked into all these videos. My kids were making fun of me because I was like, I was watching all these hair tutorials. (laughs) Holy moly, there's a lot of them out there, right? And could you imagine, I want to bed out, I'm tired, I'm burnt out. Let me lay here and read my Bible and spend some time with God. Oh, an hour went by so quickly. That is what a beautiful, you know, way to spend your unwinding time. That's where the Lord wants us. Satan loves these tools. We got Instagram, we got Pinterest, we got TV. Oh my goodness, we don't have TV because we just have like Hulu or Netflix or whatever and we choose what we want to watch. Um, But something happened recently that something with our phone plan, we were able to now watch on the AT&T app like TV shows and live TV if we want to. And Steve started to tell me all the things we could watch. And I'm like, ah, I don't even want to know what else is out there. I'm good with my little Hulu and Netflix, which always seems like a lot to choose from already. I mean, it's just like there is so much stuff ready to distract us at any moment. And our 
our first love. We should be like Mary, sitting at Jesus' feet, unwinding because we want to listen to him. Not unwinding by distracting myself on Instagram, going through video upon video just because they keep playing through. We should be spending our moments sitting at his feet. And so the passage goes on to say, when, when, so now Martha tells Jesus, you know, tell Mary to help me because she's in that complaining mode and busy and distracted by all the stuff. And she says, um, or I should say, he says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and will not be taken from her. Oh, that is so good. That is such a, that is such a line to remember right there. Not just that he tells her Mary has chosen what is better. And now Mary has chosen to sit at his feet. Did I read that part to you? It says at the top, um, I don't know if I read this to you in the beginning, so I'm going to read it real quick. It says, before this, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. And then it goes on to say, Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. So Mary's sitting over at Jesus' feet while Martha's running around like a chicken without her head, right? And he says to her, he says, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but few of these are needed, or indeed, only one, only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better to sit at Jesus's feet, and it will not be taken from her. And so that is so awesome because, you know, our world focuses on the busyness and the picture perfect life. And, and Martha was focused on that. I mean, if you would put this in modern times, Martha's probably got, you know, a big Pinterest account. Martha's probably following all the Instagram home and garden and cooking shows. And she's probably trying to get everything just so because she's feeling like if she does all those things, then Jesus will see her worthy or it will show him how much she loves him because she's doing and doing all these things. But he's saying no. Um... You know, he's saying she chose the better and it won't be taken from her. You know, what she hears at his feet cannot be taken. What she sees in his eyes as he's teaching, talking to her cannot be taken. What is felt in his presence at his feet cannot be taken. All that busy stuff that Martha's running around doing, that's going to fade away in the end. The food's going to get cleaned up. The house is going to get put away. Mary has chosen what is better and what will last to sit at Jesus' feet. The things of our world, even the picture-perfect things, that picture-perfect house, that renovated, whatever it is, bathroom, kitchen that you spent thousands of dollars on, numerous hours on and probably a measurable stress on will be gone someday in an instant. But what you did inside those rooms, the relationships that you made, the sitting at Jesus's feet, 
those are the things that will not be taken from us. The things of this world will decay. They're all going to be gone someday. But the relationships we build, the things we do for eternity, serving the Lord, listening to the Lord. Are we listening to the Lord? Are we really sitting at his feet? Or are we telling him most of the time at the end of the day, all of our woes and troubles? Are we sitting at his feet? Are we opening up his word and we're just like, Lord, I want to hear from you. I want to know you. I want to read your words. I don't want to tell you all about my day. You know about my day. I just want to know what you have to say in your word, right? I'm guilty of that. A lot of times I lay down at night to pray and I'm, you know, with my laundry list of stuff. But when we just sit at his feet and take a while to just listen, listening to words that are eternal, truths that are forever, that's what being a Mary is. And I really believe that's the key to truly living simple. You won't desire to run around like Martha. You won't desire to have everything picture perfect. Mary may have been sitting at Jesus' feet with her hair a mess. Maybe she had no makeup on. Maybe she was, you know, oblivious to what was going on around her because she was at her Savior's feet. She was at her Savior's feet. At her Savior's feet. She probably didn't even notice any of the fancy cooking or how neat and tidy the home was. She was too busy being enthralled by what he had to say. You know, so maybe her hair was a mess. Maybe she had no makeup on. Uh, but I bet she had a glow about her. I bet she had a radi- she was radiating because she was sitting at Jesus' feet. And that is more beautiful than any photo. And so in this world that we live in, I mean, I remember when my kids were little, it was like a big deal to throw a little birthday party, right? And nowadays, I mean, we stopped at one point because we were like, we can't keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> they just kept getting too big. We were like, that's it. Family day, birthday celebration. You know, we would tell our kids, pick something, maybe bring one friend, like a special day that you want to do. Because you can't keep up with all the stuff. And, you know, nowadays things are getting more and more elaborate. Think about birthday parties. Think about weddings. Think about any celebration, Christmas time, you know, how we have made it all about the stuff instead of what we're actually celebrating like it's a birthday we're celebrating a child's life on earth what a glorious thing to celebrate what a day to praise the lord and here we are making a cake into a dinosaur and getting the exact cups to match and the exact you know trinkets to give away at at, at the favors and the perfect games to play and all of that stuff that kids really don't even care about in the end they just want to come and have cake and play with their friend but we turn it into these things that distract us from the true value, the true thing that really matters, the person, the life, God, you know, all of these things. So what is distracting you today? What is causing you to act more like Martha than Mary? What if you spent all the time that you normally would doing on Martha activities and spent it on Mary's activity. 
sitting at Jesus' feet? What if you spent all the time that you went through, you know, the paint chips for the next DIY project in your whatever, whatever house in your room, and you just sat at Jesus' feet? What if you stopped scrolling through Pinterest, looking for the perfect recipes, and just sat at Jesus' feet? Because when you sit at Jesus' feet, it makes you see things differently that you don't really care to do all that other stuff. Sure, it's fun to have parties and it's fun to bake cakes. I'm not saying we can't practice hospitality. Those are beautiful things to do. But it's when we turn our hospitality into entertaining. And I have a whole podcast episode about that in the archives. Hospitality versus entertaining. Because hospitality is saying to somebody, what can I do to serve you? And entertaining is saying, look what I can do. (laughs) I can make all the best recipes. I can decorate like nobody else. But hospitality is saying, yeah, my house is a little messy. Yeah, the cake is a little lopsided. But how can I serve you? Oh, let me look in your eyes while you're talking to me. Let me show you Jesus's love while you're in my home. That's hospitality. And I believe that was Mary's heart. And I don't think Martha is a you know, villain here by any means, or isn't, um, you know, a godly woman. I believe she just had her priorities mixed up because she was distracted. Just like many of us, we have awfully good intentions, but we get distracted. People, this world is tempting us every day with everything to take our eyes off of Jesus. We need to fight that. We need to say, I will not spend time on things of this world until I have sat at Jesus' feet. That is the most important thing that you can do. The thing that will last. The thing that goes into eternity that cannot be taken away. Just as Jesus says in this passage, it will not be taken away from her. And so think about that. Think about, you know, if you're a homeschooler, I talked about this a lot this week in my Called Home online book study. I'm doing a book club um, for my book Called Home, and anyone can join in. It's not too late to join. If you want the information, it's on the website, or just email me and I'll sign you up. I'll let you know how you can sign up. Um, But I talked about that a lot. You know, as homeschoolers, we get really distracted by the curriculum and the checking off our lists and all the things we need to do. And we're forgetting to teach our children to sit at Jesus' feet. And so remember this passage. Remember Martha and Mary. Choose to be a Martha, whether it's in homeschool, whether it's in your home, whether it's in your workplace, wherever it is. Choose to focus on Jesus. And I say that meaning like in your workplace, you're probably thinking, well, my workplace, I can't focus on Jesus. I got to do my work. Are you... Just loving on, do others see Jesus in you? You don't even have to say his name, but they'll see his love in the way you're living out your life. And if you're living out your life, you know, complaining at work or, you know, worrying about the things that everybody else is worrying about and getting in those conversations where you're talking about all these things, or will they see Jesus in you that you're different? that you're sort of not caught up in all those things. It's, it's, it's what happened to me. 
I came to know Jesus through a woman at my workplace many, many years ago, 20-something years ago now. She would come to work. And, you know, all of us there as young adult women were, you know, complaining, talking about going to the bars, talking about, you know, men talking about, I don't know, all the, all the different things you talk about when you're that age and you're not a Christian. And, you know, it's usually there's always a lot of negativity. You complain about the boss. You complain about the workplace. You complain about the hours, blah, blah, blah. And this girl came into our workplace I couldn't explain it. She looked like us. She dressed like us. She, I thought she was going to be just like us and she'd get in our little conversations. She would sit down and she would just start talking about Jesus. She would talk about her love for Jesus. But even when she wasn't talking about him, her actions were just different. She radiated this glow. Like I said, like Mary had sitting at Jesus' feet. This girl didn't even have to talk about Jesus. She had something different about her. She was positive, kind, loving, not focused on stuff, not focused on complaining, not focused on the details. And she would like really get to know you. She'd just be like, so tell me about your you. Tell me about your life. Tell me about, you know, this and that. Like she just would take interest in you. You know, I feel like at that age, I remember just like you go to work and you feel like everything revolves around me. I'm going to complain today. I'm going to tell everybody all my problems. She didn't do that. She would just invest in people. And as I got to know her, she started to talk to me about Jesus. In fact, she never stopped talking about Jesus at one point. We'd, we'd be at work and we'd be like, she's going to get fired. She never stops talking about Jesus. But then on a personal level, she invited me to her home. She took out the Bible. She read to me from the Bible. She just was so incredibly different. And in that moment, it was like, I met Jesus because I could see him through this woman. And I wanted that. I was attracted to that. I was enthralled by that. And it wasn't, I wasn't enthralled by her. I was enthralled by Jesus. I saw his love in her. And from, you know, then on, my life has been completely different. That's when my life changed. And so she was a Mary. She was a Mary. She was caring about the things that could not be taken from her, not the things that everybody else in the world was talking about at the time. And so it's a beautiful picture. So are you more like Martha? Are you more like Mary? You know, be honest with yourself um, and evaluate that and say, Lord, if you're finding that maybe you're a little, because a lot of, I think we all have a little bit of both in us, right? But if you're like, you know what, Lord? I feel like I'm a Mary too much lately. I'm worried about all the things. And Jesus is telling me, just sit. Just sit at my feet. Mary wasn't lazy. Mary wasn't trying to get out of doing the jobs. Mary knew where her place was. And that was at Jesus' feet. I encourage you today, be a Mary in a Martha world. Sit at Jesus' feet and let him work through you instead of trying to strive like Martha to do all the work, to show the Lord what, you, what she was made of. 
Let him do the work through you. So I hope that encouraged you a little bit today. That was just some of my thoughts on that passage and how that can really help our lives to be more simple. Desire the things of the Lord, sit at his feet, and you won't desire the things of this world. So I just wanted to tell you before we go that the Bible-based homeschooling e-course is on sale this week. It is $10 off. If you go to simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com, the price is already there. The discount is already applied in the cart, so you can go check that out if you are interested. Also, I'm still taking homeschooling consulting appointments. This has been a joy for me to get to know a lot of you out there and spend time with you. It's either via phone call or FaceTime. It has been a joy for me to be able to encourage homeschooling moms um, out there. So the information for that is also on the website at simplylivingforhim.com. I have exciting news. I am working on a Simply Living for Him devotional, and it will be coming out, Lord willing. We want it out before Christmas, but you know, that's God's timing if, if that can happen. Um, and I am really excited about this. It's going to be a devotional to really do just what we were talking about today, to help you focus on the things that matter most, having less clutter and more Jesus in your life. So look for that in the next upcoming few months. And like I said earlier, the Called Home Online Book Club has been really a blessing for me. I just have so enjoyed going through the book that I wrote with um, my readers. And we do weekly videos, but you can join at any time. It's um, self-paced. The videos go up live once a week, but then they are there forever, so you can join in at any time. If you are interested, the information is also on the website at simplylivingforhim.com. So thank you for listening, and until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.